Cherry Pop Horror. Hello, 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 and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob, and in this show we tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry, we're going to be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. That's all one word. All right, here we go. Oh, come on. It's just a bunch of hocus pocus. I'm playing the game I started in 1969. Jesus. Wet. This isn't what happened last week. Have you all got amnesia? They just Not everyone feels the same on the outside as they do on the inside. It's important to remember that when it's not your body, it's not your rules. Piercings, tattoos, plastic surgery, and even more extreme changes can all be expressions of who that person feels like on the inside. So my philosophy is, if it makes you happy, and as long as it doesn't hurt anyone, then go for it. Sadly, today's protagonist definitely hurt some people in the process of their expressionism. Hello Becky, and welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror. Thank you, thank you. Nice to be here on this beautiful wet day. Yeah, it's absolutely it's fucking raining buckets outside, and we're just inside with tea. You're just going. So this horror movie. <laughs> it's a great day to do it. So, um, what's a body modification you think is cool or interesting? Not necessarily that you'd get, just one that you think is interesting. Mm, it's the corset, the back corset one. Yeah, which ones have in the movie? Completely agree with yeah. you. Like it's fascinating because it's, it's like. 20 rings on either is, side of yeah. your just below your shoulder blades wasn't it so it kind of yeah it goes down like shoulder blades like between the spine mm. besides the spine and it's just a whole lot of small piercings but you can pick any kind of you know you can pick any silk or anything any kind of string that you want to thread through it you can do different kind of designs this mm. up, if you google it so it's like the back cor- back corset piercings. Mm. Google it, and people have got amazing patterns, and it looks really nice. Yeah, pretty stylish. I mean, I'm just a bit squeamish about like piercings in certain places. Basically, anywhere where it's going to catch on something, I'm squeamish. Like nipples as well. Like it just takes one time where you take your shirt off too vigorously. And, like, it's going to rip your nipple out. And yeah. I'm like, oh, it just makes me cringe so That's much. That's why I no longer have a belly button or nipple piercing. That and kids. Did it get caught on things, your belly button? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just, like, well, just your shirt when you're pregnant and your tummy's going out, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But just in general, like, if you if you were getting changed, would it, like, Yeah, it can catch on things. And oh. it can grow out. So it's moved from where they pierced it and it's, it grows out or it moves out. Oh, yeah. Well, you were saying that about that um, corset yeah, thing as well. Yeah, yeah, that, that grows, grows out. out. Yeah. Do you know how long it takes to grow out? Because I'm not sure. I had, um, I know someone who had the neck one and he had to get it redone a few times because, it, yeah, it's I don't like, know how long. It depends how, much, yeah. how long your body takes to, to push it. 
<laughs> to push it out. Yeah. Well, that brings us nicely into our movie, because this week it's all about body mo- modifications and surgeries, because this week it was my first time watching American Mary 2012. I apologize. <laughs> Specialties, Dr. Grant. Have you ever heard of body modification? Ich fühle wie Dr. Mengele heute Abend. What's that? Dreams, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice way to start it. I'm so sorry. Yes, this movie is quite violent. Not that I have a problem with it or anything like that. It, yeah, it's the it's the piercings and stuff like that. It body things. Everyone is. Everyone has like these different things. Like in horror movies, it's it's me when like people get like um, their Achilles heel cut and stuff like yeah. that. That always makes me cringe. It's little moments like that in this movie that I think make it worse than it actually is. It all depends on your tolerance for, like, soft spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we open with a very sort of minimalist approach to credits. It's basically just a black screen, and the the credits are coming up in just... Uh, I think it's just white and red. And then we get the title card, American Mary, all in red. So it already gives you the idea that, you know, it's going to be a bloody movie. Love it. And I love this minimalist approach as well. It's cool. We get some classical music playing. We see someone operating, cutting, they're sort of uh, sewing flesh together. And I was like, is that a chicken? Because it's all close. <laughs> it's, all like, it's all like super close up. It's like extreme close ups. And I was like, I think that's a chicken. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, we pan out to see a woman. This is our titular Mary. And she's sewing various pieces of chicken to go out. We learn later it's a turkey, but I, I was close enough. Poultry. Poultry, yeah. <laughs> but it's weird though, because she's got like random bits that she's sewn together. It's got like four extra wings and stuff like that. And she's just practicing like suturing and stuff like that. Yeah. It was a cool, a cool intro. And it tells you a lot about, you know, who she is. She's dedicated to... Her medical work. Uh, we go to a classroom. Her phone goes off. It's some sort of timer or something like that, I think it was. Or was it a phone call? It was like a phone call. It was a phone call. A timer and phone calls were happening on my phone. Oh, yeah. I think it was probably her nana then, eh? Um, the teacher tests her on medical knowledge as, like, punishment. They're like, your phone went off. So tell me how the thing that went completely over my head. <laughs> how does how does this work? Is that like hemoglobin or something? Yeah. How long does the how long does the hemoglobin take to activate the the flimmin the That's our medical stuff. Yeah, that's our extent of medical knowledge. But she gets all of them correct correct because she good student sort of. Um, she, re- uh, she then receives a call from student loan services, is what we see. Um, and they also la- learn how long amputated limbs 
can be like detached before before they run out run out run out of juice yeah so it's like oh it was two four and six wasn't it like depending on seven five and three or something like that something for digits yeah but it was like depending on how far up the arm it was cut so if it's at the very top you've got more time and then it gets less and less the further down you get which i guess makes sense because of how much blood would be in it right it's also close to your heart so you've still got blood going going down takes yeah. long to get to you it's I just thought that was really interesting it sort of comes into play later but not hugely mainly with one particular surgery after class uh, Mary apologizes to it's not Walsh is it no this is Grant Dr. Grant yeah who's her teacher um, she says she's been practicing her suturing with a turkey at home she's a good student general she has all the knowledge but she's falling behind is what we get the idea like maybe it's her dedication or something like that i wasn't sure what what were you thinking like just you know her attention in the class and just yeah maybe showing some, up and stuff yeah mm. do you reckon it's because of nana because we don't maybe nana's sick or something like that and that's nana's maybe. old nana's definitely old yeah and it seems like her only family member like you don't see yeah. or hear any other family members we just never Nana. see, like, siblings or mum and dad or anything like that. It's yeah. just Nana's. And maybe. there's no photos or anything. So, yeah. Nana's, like, her only line to family that we that, that she, find that in the movie. Has. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she was raised by her Nana or something like that. And that's why it hits so hard later. Because after that moment, she goes, like, completely numb emotionally. So maybe, yeah. Mm, okay. But we, yeah, she's having a conversation. She calls back the student loan services and we learn that she's behind on her payments. Dr. Grant overhears this. And apparently she needs about $364-ish to keep payments up to date. Otherwise, she's basically going to be kicked out of med school. And as she arrives home, she puts rat corpses in the freezer, I think. I thought it was a fish. Really? Yeah, I mean, I mean like it could be. Fish. <laughs> I thought it was. I was just like, is she going like, to practice on rats later? Maybe. But yeah, you're right. It could just be fish for dinner. She chucks something in the <laughs> Um Mary talks to her nana, who offers her some money. It's very sweet because she plays it off as like, no, 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 nana, I'm fine, I'm fine. You know, it was a mistake and I'm all caught up now. Don't worry about it. So yeah. she's protective towards her nana, which I think is really sweet. It's really cute. Wish we met nana in this movie. But she's, I think it's appropriate that she's only ever in like phone calls because it keeps Mary sort of isolated, I guess. Which works well with with everything that happens. <laughs> yeah. Because it seems like <laughs> her isolation eventually leads to her psychosis? Psychosis or just numbness to everything? Um, yeah, she refuses Nana's money. Meanwhile, uh, while she's having this conversation with Nana, she's searching on the computer for jobs. She delves into the adult classifieds. Yeah. And she applies for a job that says $1,000 cash, private gentleman's club. And in brackets, no sex. So good. So, gentlemen's club. That that that's pretty inclusive of like brothels and stuff as well, though. Eh? Isn't that what they used to call brothels, gentlemen's clubs? Um. Or is it just um, like strip clubs? And it's a bit like different. That? Like a gentleman's. If, so it's a gentleman's club, which is, I think it's like a higher class name, like gentleman's club. A brothel yeah. is more like you go there, you have sex. Everyone knows that. Mm. Gentlemen's club, you go, you have a whiskey, you watch girls get naked. 
Okay. And other stuff, but we don't talk about that stuff. Gentleman stuff. Yes. Is um, and the strip club, obviously, is just, you know, they're stripping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure this one. Yeah. But, yeah. So a burlesque house would be different. That's just. Burlesque is more like a sexy show. Sexy show rather than like a. Um, something so you go really to be like. Stripping. They're dressed in like exotic kind of gear. Um, but it's more of a, it's more of a show rather than yeah. like something you'd like go to get your rocks off to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. So yeah, this is the straight world. It's way beyond me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we cut to a bar. Um, I love the, the, the little shot of her getting out of her car and you can see that her car is like this beaten down. I thought it was a quite cool car. It's a like, nice car. It's a nice car. And then she kicks it and I'm like, oh, all right then. Well, because it, it like stutters as she comes to a halt, and then she gets out the car and she's like, "Piece of shit," <laughs> just kicks it. Yeah, I didn't know what kind of car it was, but I was like, "That looks like one of those old, cool, stylish cars." I think yeah. if it was like well maintained, yeah, it would be a great car, but it's run down. Yeah, it's like yeah. rusted and fucking stuttering, and she's trying to pull into this bar. <laughs> um, she enters the club. I didn't get the name of the club, um, but yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. a gentleman's club. It's like a. You go to watch, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's sort of a strip club, I guess. I guess it is a strip club. Yeah, right? it's a strip club, yeah. yeah. And she asks for Billy, because Billy's the one who was advertising online. He's that owner, yeah. Yeah. He takes a quick look at her, and he drags her to another room. Um, she gives him a resume, which I thought was fucking adorable. I was like, this is, this is a, a strip club, Mary. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, 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 you don't need a resume. Um, yeah, yeah. He takes it and he says, "You don't need the, you don't need it for a job, but it's nice to learn your dirty secrets." I was like, "What dirty secrets you can learn from a resume?" I don't even know. <laughs> I, I see you went to acting school. Maybe <laughs> um, learns that she's trained to be a surgeon, and he asks her to strip down to make sure she isn't fat. It's his words, not mine. <laughs> she's not fat. She's fucking gorgeous she's stunning yeah she takes this off and she's wearing that god it's, it's a corset and then she's got i don't know what they're called the suspenders yeah it? so when, it's like the we've got the, tights. With the suspender but yeah yeah so you've you got your yeah. uh, your sexy briefs and then you've got your suspenders and onto like really really nice lace tights and then she's got uh like um, heels. quite big heels all in black. I think they're called stilettos. Is this stil- I, I was going to say stilettos. I don't wear but- heels. I yeah. wear shoes. I don't like know shoes very well. Shoes. <laughs> but she looks fucking stunning when she takes that And you're gay. Off. Yeah. But she is hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is very you sexy. Have to- yes. <laughs> Especially with that corset. It, it's like, it pushes her boobs up. Oh, yeah. They look and- fantastic. Yeah. Like, if you're going to watch this movie and you don't like horror, just watch it for her. Like, yeah. watch it for her. Just skip over the scenes where she's doing um, questionable things. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Billy thinks so, too. He takes a look at her and he's like, damn! <laughs> <laughs> she's sexy! Um, he asks Mary to massage him. And her attitude during this, awesome. I know. She hates herself for having to do this. So she goes behind him and she's massaging his back and she just looks a little disgusted. Um, so she unwillingly does and uh, we're then interrupted by the bouncer, Lance, who enters to tell Billy that um, Dr. Black isn't coming back. And Billy has to leave. He leaves in a huff and just tells Mary to stay where she is. He suddenly comes back in to ask, um, how far through her training in med school is she? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and she's like, well, she sort of stumbles her word. She's like, well, you know, I've, I've been doing this. Do you want to make $1,000 right now? 5000 5000 that was it. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to make five k right now? No questions asked. No questions asked. <laughs> and so now we head into the basement area of the club. Mary says she'll do whatever he wants for, for 5k cash right now. Um, she enters a room where a near naked man is lying on a table. I think he has knickers on. As a, yeah, near naked. <laughs> he's, he's got his he's got his boxes. Tighty whiteies. He's I got his yeah. Was gonna yeah. Say. He's got tighty whiteies on. Um, he's covered in a bit of blood. Just a little. He's missing an eye, um, and it looks like he's got some sort of cut. Like yeah, it's got a his, cut from his lip all the way down to like his stomach area. Yeah, it looks like he's almost been gutted. Yeah, but nothing's like fallen out. It just looks like a deep gash from like his chin down to his navel. It's just a small little cut. Just a small one. And the guy's like lying on the table like, fuck my life. He's like, <laughs> like hyperventilating. <laughs> He's hyperventilating. And, you know, as you would. He's probably in shock. We cut to after whatever surgeries happened. She sort of walks out of the room and vacantly collects her money from, from Billy. Like she won't look at him. And she just shows no expression. She just takes the envelope or takes the wad of cash or whatever it was and just leaves. <laughs> Um, she heads home all the while the man's sort of whispering screams or whimpering screams or whatever, like constantly. Heard in the background. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, oh, this is something that's sticking with her. Because like all the way home, all she can hear is this guy screaming. Uh, she gets inside, she locks the door and she takes a moment to herself in shock. She cries as she clambers into the shower, still wearing her very sexy outfit, now just a bit bloody. <laughs> I love this little sort of like, she's so traumatized that she can't even take her clothes off. Right. That's one way to wash everything all at once. That's true. You don't have to wash, you don't have to wash the sexy outfit now. No, you're just going to hang it up to dry afterwards. But I love this because the, the shot's really nice as well, looking into the bathroom from outside of it. And yeah. you can just see the water running. And she literally just sidesteps into the shower, completely clothed, and just cries. And I'm like, Damn. Are you okay? I'm surprised she <laughs> held it till she got home. I would have been trying to blubber, like hold it, get the money, and then I would have just been a mess. Got yeah. in my car and just been like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just, like a, just in the car, full on breakdown. I would have. Like, I don't know how she held it together until she got home. Yeah, because we don't even know what, what she had to do or what that surgery entailed or... Like, but it's clearly something very bad because mm. she's not, it's not like she's screamish. She is a medical student. Yeah, but I don't think she's been on the field yet. I mean, all she's done is chickens oh. and they don't have a lot of blood. Yeah, true. Because yeah. they're supermarket chickens. So. Yeah. So she's never been, you know, there's like a thing like you can go to school and learn everything and look at pictures and be like, okay, cool. But then once you're actually there like doing it with the inside blood inside somebody. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, yeah, where, okay. That's whether you stay or go, like that, in, in the medical field. Yeah, is whether whether or not you can deal with the patient. Yeah, yeah, okay, completely understand that. Yeah, and this this poor poor woman. Uh, next, we see Mary on the couch with a baseball bat. I know. Did it have a nail in it? Like through did the end? I think it did. <laughs> it's shiny. Just like anyone comes to my apartment, I'm gonna fuck them up. Yeah, I need a baseball so, bat. <laughs> do you reckon she's just terrified because she knows she's done something for like? the underworld side of, like, the crime side of the city? And she's worried someone's going to come for her? Is that why she was so terrified? I mean, possibly. I just think, you know, sometimes something like that's just a comfort afterwards as well, you know? Like, mm. Because I couldn't tell, because I, I forgot, like, the orientation of her her apartment. Like, is 
where she was sitting, was it facing the door? I think it was, yeah. I think it's in the direction of the door. So maybe she thought, like, Billy or Lance or someone from his his group was going to come and get her because she saw things that she wasn't meant to see or yeah. something like that, possibly. Which adds another level to, yeah, being fucking terrified. <laughs> but we cut to the next morning and clearly nothing's happened. Her phone rings and it's a woman with a very sort of squeaky voice. <laughs> yeah. i tell you what it reminded me of. Did you remember the Little Shop of Horrors? Yes. It reminds me of Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors. That sort oh, of yeah. high-pitched, wispy, yeah. wispy voice. It's that. So if you've seen Little Shop of Horrors, imagine Audrey's voice, but now put it in a different horror movie that's less, like, whimsical. Because <laughs> 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 this movie is less whimsical than Little Shop of Horrors. It is, yeah. Um, and she, the, the woman asks if this is Dr. Mason. And, she, and Mary freaks out and just hangs up. But the person immediately calls back and says that the name is Beatrice and she's looking for Dr. Mason and Mary hangs up again. <laughs> she's just like, no, sorry, you have the wrong number. This is not, uh, this is not Dr. Mary. And, and the woman on the phone's just like, I didn't say Dr. Mary. I said Dr. Mason. <laughs> uh, there's another call. It's from the restaurant where she works. She clearly works part-time as a waitress or something like that, probably just, just to get enough cash to sort of tick by. <laughs> Apparently she's lost any chance of waitressing there because the restaurant has closed down. So now it really it's really pushing you towards the, oh shit, she needs money. Which, yeah. Yeah. Poor. Any yeah. student does. <laughs> yeah. And believe me, this was made in 2012. It's now 2023. It's only gotten worse. Yeah. <laughs> And she pours herself wine and she cooks the experimental turkey. I love this. It's like a, a sort of visual representation of I'm out of fucking money. It's just like I'm cooking my my suture experiment now for dinner. It's Gotta the, eat something. Yeah, it's this amalgamation of fucking turkey wings. It's so, yeah, It's she just sat there drinking wine and crying. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Mary, we've all had days like this. I got you. Yeah, I, I understand. I got you, girl. I understand. <laughs> when Yeah, when the bills got you down. But she's suddenly interrupted by a uh, doorbell ring. She Someone says that they have a package for her. And I just went, I know that voice. Yeah. You ain't fooling no one. You've got a very distinct voice, lady. But it's lady. funny because, like, she's, yeah, she tries to put on, like, a different, like, like a, you know, different boy. for you. <laughs> and I'm just like, that is the lady from the phone call. <laughs> Mary, Mary, don't open the door. <laughs> I just put, yeah, my notes just say, well, clearly that's the same woman from the phone call. <laughs> Mary buzzes them in. She unlocks the door, then realizes, um, yeah, she unlocks the, the latch of the door, but doesn't actually open it. Yeah. And then she realizes what she's wearing, which is... What it's, was she wearing? So it's an apron and it's just covered in some of the blood from, like, a light, you know, a little bit of blood. Oh, that's right. That's right. I mean, obviously, it's going to bleed a little bit. But, yeah. yeah. It's, it's her, like, cooking Nothing apron. She realizes what she's wearing and she's like, oh, I should probably get rid of this shit. Yeah, so and she, gloves, yeah. Yeah, and the gloves as well. That's right. She, yeah, so she goes to the bathroom. She takes that off and you just see a figure move past in the yeah. background. And I'm like, oh, it's in, it's, it's in the apartment. Don't know if it's dangerous yet, but <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. I mean, the only thing I thought, like, all the time when she's wearing the black gloves, the, like, the one thought that came around in my head. Mm. And I have weird thoughts when I watch movies. I was like, are they latex-free? 
<laughs> well, that's very like appropriate for you. Yeah. Because you are allergic to latex. <laughs> but like, does anyone so else get these like these things in their head where they're like watching a show and they're like, I wonder. You know? Like yeah, no, I have it too. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, I wonder if that is this. Yeah, like <laughs> but it's nice that you're sort of putting yourself in the movie as well. Yeah. It's like, if I'm Mary, would I be able to wear those clubs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Mary turns uh, turns around to see a woman in a beautiful, very tight red dress. This is with obvious nipples showing. With yeah, very pointy nipples. Yeah. <laughs> this is Beatrice. Um, she turns around and she's clearly had some. Um, some work done in the, in the face area. She's looking a little plastic. But, you know, if she's happy like that, you go for it. It's not her. No one. Yeah. I think it just looks a bit weird. But I always <laughs> think that. It's like when you see pictures of, like, what, um, it's not, who is it? Oh, my God. Madonna. When you see pictures of, like, what Madonna looks like now. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, Oh, that I no, sorry. If you feel great, good for you. Oh, well, that's like what she said. She was like, you know, I think it's unfair that we can't feel on the look on the outside how we feel on the inside. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that was a really good line as well. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beatrice says that you know, and that's why she's had all this work done. But she's got a friend who who needs help. You know, she. What did she say? It's like it's like no other surgeon will work on her or something no like that, or won't do this like, particular procedure. Yeah. So she's she's come to Dr. Mary, clearly having got the number from Billy. Apparently Beatrice got the address from the resume that Mary had left with Billy. So we've got a connection there. Somehow Beatrice knows Billy as well. Um, Beatrice is looking for help and it's she'll give Mary $200 right now if she'll just listen. And the woman has money, but no doctor, apparently. Well, it's an illegal surgery, so yeah. Is it? Oh, I guess so, because it... Well, I mean, I don't know anyone in the world who's ever had this kind of surgery. The the nipple... We'll talk about that when we actually get to the surgery, I think, because I think I understand why it would be... Why part of it is illegal, but I'm not sure about the other I mean, yeah, the... One of the surgeries gets done illegally on young kids, the, the, like, to the to this day. Okay, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Just bring it up so I don't forget. You bring I it up. I want to know. <laughs> um, Mary thinks Beatrice looks like Betty Boop, apparently. <laughs> yeah, this yeah is- she does. I love Betty Boop. And she sounds like Betty Boop, too, Boop, because of that. Betty Boop, Boop. <laughs> uh, because-, <laughs> because of that um, wispy voice as well, which is very Betty Boop, right? Uh, a little sure. bit. Betty Boop's got, like... She's like an old sex symbol. Yeah, yeah. I, I know oh, what Betty Boop yeah. looks like. I just can't picture her. Yeah, so I can't hear of, her voice. Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of like a. It's a little wispy, like. but it's very New York, right? Yeah, it's quite a strong New York accent. Um, she says that she's had fourteen surgeries, and she wants to hire Mary to help. Sorry, this is her friend. Beatrice's friend has had fourteen surgeries, but she wants to hire Mary to help finish her. Yeah. Um, she wants an unconventional operation, and will pay her ten k. Well, Ruby, so Ruby wishes to be transformed into a human doll. Yes. Yeah. Which is interesting. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get it because I, yeah, no, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, so all, all we learn at the moment, all we learn from Beatrice is that she says that um, her friend wants some skin removed and no other doctor will do it. Mary agrees 
mainly because Beatrice is like, I'll tell you what, I'll give you 2k if you just show up to the, uh, to, to the clinic, 10k if you finish the surgery, and, 200, and $200 right now for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. So we clearly learned that, um, you know, bitch has got some fucking money. I like Mary, though. She's got a glass of wine and she's like, show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. She's like, there, just like, she's thinking about it. She's like, show me the money first. <laughs> So 2K just to show up and basically listen to what Ruby wants fully for the surgery. Mary makes no guarantees that she can complete whatever the client wants, but agrees to turn up anyway. Next day, Mary receives a call from Professor Grant, who tells her if she misses class again, she'll be booted from the course. This guy's a dick. Yeah, he is. Just like zero understanding, zero like what's going on, are you okay, you know. But we learn more about him later, so it kind of makes sense about why he's a giant asshole. Um, Mary arrives at the veterinary clinic, clinic after it's closed, and Beatrice and a young girl, Tessa, who I thought would come into play later, but not really, <laughs> um, who's, and I love this description, um, uh, Beatrice gives the description, and she's like, ah, oh, you know, this is just my friend Tessa. You know, she's in that stage where if she's not high all the time, she's just a bitch to everyone. <laughs> and I'm just like, I love this. And Jess is just like, yeah, kind of. Because, um, yeah, they, they like a bit of coke. Just just a little bit of cocaine on the side. Yeah. Beatrice shows Mary the money. The 10K is laid out on the table for the surgery. And she even points it out. She's like, that's for the surgery. That's the 2K for showing up today. <laughs> and you could take it all with you if you finish yeah. the surgery. Um, Tessa is not happy that Beatrice is paying for her friend's surgery. So- well, no, that's less boob jobs. Yeah, yeah. I don't. What is Tessa's problem? It's because she's not high. But um, she's a teenager. She's a she's a coke addicted teenager. Is it? It's not Beatrice's daughter, is it? No, it's her niece. 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 Yeah. Oh, does she say? Does she? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mary gets shown the patient. She turns around and clearly has had a lot of work done. She looks very nipped and tucked very and stretched. Plastic. Yes, she looks very plastic, but that's what she wants. Um. She doesn't do the surgeries to look sexier, but rather to look on the outside what she feels on the inside is what Yeah, she says. so her saying is, when you look at a Barbie doll, what do you see? And she's just like, I don't know, like, lack of genitals? Yeah. And she's like, exactly. And I went, oh, oh, well, that's an interesting time. So, yeah, the, the woman wants her nipples removed and her privates closed as much as possible so she can be like a doll, so she's less... Sexualized. She wants, yeah, so she wants their excess skin removed from down below. Yes. Yeah. And her nipples removed and, like, the skin put there. Yeah. But not just the skin removed. It closed up as much as possible as well. So, yeah, she wants her, her vagina closed as much as possible to look as doll-like as possible. And I can see why that part of the surgery would be illegal. Because it would close, like... um I was going to say natural airways, but that's not the right word. <laughs> like, you need that, and if it's closed up, even closed up as much as possible, you're, like, at majorly high risk for infections. Well, yeah, any surgery down there, you can have, you know, a lot of infections. And it'll be constant. Even when you're healed, you have the risk of more infections because yeah. that way isn't clear for the waste to come out. So I completely understand why that's illegal. The nipple removal, definitely not illegal because 
people have to have that done anyway when they get like breast cancer. And yeah, like so that, the right? nipple removal is fine. I mean, a lot of people do things with their nipples. Like um, there was one shot where they showed that you can actually get your nipple tattooed to different shapes. Yes. So you can do lots of stuff with your nipple. But yeah. down below is a different story. So there is, I don't know where, but somewhere in the world, young kids actually get, we say mutilated. Hmm. Like down below is just oh, mutilated. You're talking, you're talking about the, the clitoris removal, right? Yeah. Very like it pr- downstairs just gets mutilated. Yeah, and a lot of different. There's, I think, there's a few places that do it there's still for places cultural that, reasons. Yeah, that still do it. It used to be because they thought you know sex was only meant to be pleasurable for the man, so they removed the the is it an organ? Pleasure organ? Is it an organ? I'm not sure. The the part that can give women pleasure, they mm. removed it because you know misogyny. Great, lovely, <laughs> but um, yes. For Beatrice, not for Beatrice, sorry, for Ruby, it's it's slightly different because she just wants to be non-sexual completely. It's not about yeah. only giving sexy time to her She doesn't want to be partner. seen as a sex symbol. She just wants to be seen... Sexless. Yeah. She just wants to be. Which is quite... Very interesting, actually. A very interesting concept. And I can understand why the lower surgery is illegal. I uh, It's so hard because, you know... You should be able to, you know, be on the outside how you feel on the inside, you know, if you've got the means to. But she can't because Yeah, but within reason. Like, yeah, because it's actually bad for your health. Yeah. It's not like uh, that nonsense where they're like, you know, men shouldn't be women or women shouldn't be men and shit like that. It's like, you know, you know you're like going to be extremely... Uh, vulnerable to infection your entire life because of this surgery. So, it's interesting. Uh, Mary leaves to talk to Beatrice. <laughs> Beatrice and Tessa are snorting coke when mm-hmm. she walks in. Yeah. Just doing a line off the, the veterinary uh, counter. Mary confirms that the patient really wants this. Schleit walks in and she's like, are you sure she really wants this? And Beatrice is like, yeah. Yeah, she does. <laughs> 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 Do you like my impression? It's really good. Is it? It's really good. It's it, really it good. Good. <laughs> we now cut to surgery. These surgeries throughout the movie are fascinating. They make me cringe a little because, you know, body stuff. Yeah. She puts the patient to sleep, you know, countdown from 100. Uh, we cut to surgery as Mary make, uh, marks the nipple area. She then, we, we cut to the skin being sewn shut over that area. So clearly the nipples have been removed and then the skin pulled taut. Um, and then we cut to Mary work, working in the woman's crotch. We see bloody rags dropping to the floor as she's working. Mary wraps the, the crotch in gauze and then she collects her money and warns Beatrice that the woman will be in a lot of pain and needs to watch for infections. Yeah. And is like the most rushed doctors. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? When, when they're just like, you know, take one of these each day. It's that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, she's but like, she's... just grab something with codeine, watch out for infection, and, you know, probably yeah. see a doctor to make sure it's healing. To check the healing, yeah. Yeah. And Beatrice is like, I've got a friend, I'll take her there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. She's just like, hey, don't call me and don't give my number to anyone. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Mary arrives home and um, just vomits. Just just goes and throws up. And I think you're right. I think it's the like anxiety of actually performing surgery on someone. Yeah. Well, these aren't even light surgeries. Like, I'm pretty sure you probably, like, the first thing you would do is probably 
peer, like, I don't know, do a small little sew up on a leg or something, like a small cut. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're going to fully throw you in the deep end, which Mary has been thrown into. They're not going to throw you into, like, heart surgery. Yeah, exactly. Like, not until you've kind of gotten ready and, you know, done the small Yeah, you build up, you do, like, a cut, and then you do, like, oh, this person's cut their finger off, let's reattach it. Whereas Mary's first thing was just sewing up a guy. Yeah, it's sewing up a guy who'd been almost gutted. With no eye. And then now she's just performed a surgery that no one else would really do. Yeah. Including, like, removing skin and then suturing it. And then, you know, I can't imagine how you'd do the crotch surgery. Like, how do you, like, get the circulation of the... I don't know. Surgery's beyond my knowledge. No, I mean, that would be something they would do for it. Like, would you just stretch the skin that's already there? Would you have to collect skin from somewhere else and use it there? Um, like, interesting. It, de- oh, it depends, because... So, she removed skin. If you were... So, if you're adding... You know, oh, so she removed yeah. skin. I know how they do it for transgenders, how they do the reassignment surgeries. Mm. Um, for a female to become a man and get a, you know, male genitalia, they actually take, I'm pretty sure, a skin graft from your hand, from your arm. So they'll take skin from your arm to create the shaft. Really? Yeah. And for boys, you've already got stuff down there. Yeah. So for a guy, I'm sorry, for a male to become a female, you've already got stuff down there and they use that extra skin and stuff to recreate. To recreate yeah. um, the, the like, vagina and stuff Yeah, like that. the lips and everything. So, yeah. I mean, she's just removing skin. So I kind of see it. Because you, yeah, you could take the excess skin that was removed and use it to sew the whole shut as much as possible. Yeah, you you've got to remove the fat and then kind of just, you've got the skin there. Nip and tuck and stretch. I could show you my downstairs <laughs> area if you want to <laughs> get that out. I'm sure Ryan won't mind. You are gay, it's fine. <laughs> so this is the vagina. Flips pants off. Well, I'm straight now. <laughs> Probably seems more into the closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please just give me dicks again. Um, anyway, Mary, Mary, very stressed, uh, is vomiting. And then we cut to her doing her makeup as a voiceover sort of plays over the Yeah, top. I don't know if like... In that moment, because she kept doing her eye and then dusting it off. And in that moment, I was like, she's trying to get ready, but she's got the, you know, she's got what she's just done in her mind. Mm. That's how I saw it. Oh, was, was she like, wiping the makeup away? Well, she, yeah, she was trying I to do it. I, I don't do makeup, so I wasn't sure. I was, I just assumed she was doing like her eyeshadow. Wasn't yeah, she was doing her eyeshadow, but she kept like wiping it away. And like, I don't know, the way she was doing it, I just felt like she was trying to get ready. But the images just keep crossing her mind, like, you know, what did I just do? And, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, in that moment, just in her bathroom. She's I was like, fucking yeah. stressed, basically. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, Fuck. Maybe, maybe she's trying to cover, like, the little baggies under her eyes. <laughs> and she's just like, I look so fucking tired. I need more. <laughs> I know. I know how she feels. <laughs> <laughs> you've got two kids. You've got yeah. you, you're absolutely fine. <laughs> I've got no fucking excuse for these baggies under my eyes. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we, we hear a voiceover anyway while she's doing her mate, uh, doing her makeup of Mary giving a sort of mock recommendation to a doctor as if a patient recovering from surgery. So she's she's you know uh, you know oh, you'll be sore for a couple of days and make sure you take these antibiotics once a day and blah 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 blah. She's basically um, giving a doctor a rundown of what she'd say to a patient. Yeah. Um, of course, she's already had to do this because of Ruby. 
and probably the guy who was on the table. A surgeon comes in and whispers something to the doctor. This is Dr. Walsh, another one of her sort of professors. It feels oh, like yeah, at the hospital, yeah. Yeah, this is at the hospital now, yeah. So we've cut to Mary giving the recommendations to an actual doctor. So we've got Dr. Walsh, who I think is like the practical teacher. So he'll he'll like run you through the hospitals. Yeah, so I think he's, he's in charge like of all the all the Residence? students doing the residency. Students. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then and then you've got Dr. Grant who runs like the classroom. Yeah, the um, practical and then the, the practical and then theory? Is that what they call it? I think so. It sounds theory. about right, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so the doctor sorry, somebody comes and whispers something to Dr. Walsh, who then orders Mary to tell the family in the waiting room that their father has had a heart attack. And without any hesitation at all, she just walks right past him, goes into the waiting room with her mother and two children, and you could just see her in the background. We don't get to hear what she says. And then she comes back in, and then two seconds later, he turns to her and tells her, oh, doesn't the class, like, disperse first or something? No, so they're still there, and then she comes back from telling the family, um, you know, your father's had a heart attack. She comes back, and so Mr. Welsh is like, so how did that go? She was like, they're devastated, you know? They're yeah. upset. And Just then like he's upset. like, excellent. Now go back and tell them that their father has died. And she waits for a second. She's like, really? Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have just told me that the first time. <laughs> um, and yeah, she does. She has a tiny bit of hesitation, but she does walk in. And you can see the poor family. (laughs) This woman breaks down in tears in front of Mary and stuff like that. We then cut to the, um, to Dr. Walsh praising Mary for her work. Um, they calls, he calls surgeons slashers. This guy was giving me like serious psychopath. Oh yeah. Why do you think he's a surgeon? (laughs) I know, right? I've often heard this about like, um, particularly like surgeons and, and sometimes doctors in general, but it, it takes a certain type of personality. Like, a need for power or yeah. control. And those sort of people usually end up being doctors and things like that. Yeah, he calls surgeons slashes. Uh, he also talks about his adrenaline rushes. He says, you know, there's nothing better than surgery to, to you know, get your heart pounding. And, you know, it, it's a high for him. Yeah. He gets high off of doing surgery. Um, Mary talks to her nana on the phone. She hangs up as she finds Beatrice waiting for her out of the car. <laughs> She's like outside the school on her phone to her nana. She's walking down the street and then she just looks up and she sees a really loud red coat. And she's like, I'll call you back, nana. (laughs) (laughs) And sure enough, yes, it's Beatrice. She's basically stalking her. I love this as well. It's so funny because she's like, well, you said not to call. So I looked up where you you do your residency and I turned up here instead. (laughs) I love Beatrice. She's cute. She's cute. Yeah. But you're not sure if you should be frightened of her or not. Yeah. She has a present for Mary from Ruby. Mary turns to see her professor sort of watching them. And then they they part. Mary is approached then by Dr. Walsh, who invites her to a drinks night tonight. Yeah, it's like a networking party. Yeah. yeah. Lots of the other surgeons. And that's how, he, that's how he frames it. He's like, you know, yeah, it's a networking party. You meet other surgeons. We all get together. We all talk. Um... So back in her apartment, Mary tries on the dress gifted by Ruby. It's gorgeous. It's fucking stunning. She looks really good in green. Yeah. Because it's a it's an emerald green. I don't know what it's a it's a dress. It's that like you a silky emerald green where you can't wear a bra. Yeah, I was gonna say it's because one it's, that, yeah. it's got that um neck very deep. 
very, very deep. Like it goes almost all yeah, the way like down a to my v? belly button. Yeah, like a V open, like an open shirt one that your boobs have to somehow stay in. By some fucking wizardry, like yeah, manage to stay uh, in the dress. Secret for everyone out there that you can actually get boob tape that holds it in place. Well, it tapes it to the to the fabric. So the, the fabric gets taped to your boob. Oh, oh. I had wondered about that because I'm like, oh, if you like trip down a stair or something, a boob's going to fall out. Yeah, no. <laughs> <Boob tape. laughs> and it's like almost backless as well. Yeah. And it's gorgeous because we do, we do sort of learn that Ruby's like a, she's like a fashion designer or something like that, isn't she? The, the woman yeah. who, who wanted to be a doll. She's like, yeah, yeah. Designer. She's a fashion designer. Mm. So it makes sense that this is a fucking gorgeous dress. Um, she also checks out Ruby's website and checks the comments, which then takes her to another website that's called Abstract Me, <laughs> uh, a body modification website. Uh, nice that it has an adults-only warning. Yeah, that's not good, but... I was just like, oh, cool. Who do they stop? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, true, but <laughs> at least then they can't, where they're like, well, we didn't, it's not like we didn't warn you. Yeah. It's like, hey, this conto- contains adult-only viewing. But no, she clicks in, and sure enough, there's Ruby with her pictures of her now, um, what would you call it? Nippleless boobs, I guess. And nippleless breasts. Nippleless breasts. And her, her I was going to call it Kendall, but <laughs> her, like... Her Barbie her, her, downstairs area. Yeah, her genderless crotch. There you go. Yeah. Um, she slams her laptop shut. Kind of shocked, I guess. I think I'm, I was trying to figure out whether it's more shocked at the work she'd done, or more shocked at the fact that other people now know that her work know I'm her sure, work because there was other photos on there too. So yeah, do you reckon it was just a bit of a freak out? Because she does scroll for a bit and you see like um, elf ears and um, snake tongue and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean that's not what she she's gone into surgery for. So mm. that kind of thing, and like she doesn't have many different piercings or tattoos on her body. No, I don't think she has any. No, she? so no. I mean it's it's a different kind of world. Yeah, it's yeah. it may have been just been cultural overload. Like, yeah. instead of being introduced to it, she just got slammed with it a bit. Um, Mary arrives at the the surgeon's party. The host gives her a drink. Um, the man doesn't give his name as well. I thought it was the no, host. but he's a dick. He's he's, he's not. I would have punched him. <laughs> she asks, "Are you a surgeon at the hospital?" And his reply is just, "I'm a fucking motherfucker." And I was just like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think friends. we need to leave this man alone. Yeah. Um, Dr. Walsh arrives and introduces Dr. Black. So this the the man who said I'm a I'm a I'm a fucking motherfucker is Dr. Black, aka Billy's last surgeon who went AWOL. Uh, Black leaves and Walsh compliments her on her dress and the way she looks. Mary is told that some people are hanging he almost calls it like a waiting room or something, doesn't he? He's like, like it, yeah. yeah, some people are hanging out in here, but most are in the other rooms. And I immediately went, um, is this a sex party? This is weird. Well, there was a lot of guys around, like hardly any girls. I was like, oh, yeah. What? Yeah. And immediately I was like, don't drink anything or at least pour it yourself. Yeah. Mary. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dr. Grant comes over. And she assures him that she won't fuck up. She's basically just like, hey, look, I know I've been, like, failing class a little bit, but don't worry, I'm getting my shit together, and I will pass. I will be a brilliant surgeon one day. He's still a dick. Oh, he's an asshole. (laughs) 100%. 
Grant says that surgeons are just out for themselves. Very appropriate during this fucking scene. Walsh then takes her drink and gives her a different one, and I immediately just went, don't you fucking dare drink that. <laughs> don't you fucking... <laughs> if you didn't see it poured, don't drink it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but again, she thinks it's a networking party. Ah, oh, it's it's so... It made me so mad. This scene made me so angry, <laughs> Becky. <laughs> you can't... <Sorry. laughs> I was not expecting this. I was expecting it to be like, oh, yeah, and she just gets caught up in the underworld, and she's like, oh, actually, I kind of like doing this stuff. And then it escalates from there. It, no, I was not expecting this. <laughs> Mary starts to feel dizzy. Grant says he's noticed she has more money, uh, but he never thought he'd see her at one of these parties. And I went, oh, no, no, please don't. Don't do this. No. Mary is getting very dizzy now. Yeah. Uh, Grant says maybe she just needs to lie on her back, which is a very specific way of uh, saying you need to lie down. Yeah. It's, yeah, I hate it and I wanted to punch him through the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he leads her down the hall and as we, we, yeah, as we pass past this bar, we see a woman writhing on the bar counter while a whole lot of guys masturbate on her. Oh, and record. Oh, and record. Yeah, there's one guy with a camera there as well. I just well. thought, that bar's going to be sticky. <laughs> I used to be a bartender. I'm like, honey, yeah, that bar's sticky. Yeah. Oh, it's going to get even grosser. You need one of those little cloths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so immediately I just went, oh, this is bad news, bears. This is, yeah. yeah. Grant takes her to a bedroom, throws her down on the bed. He grabs a camera, and I'm like, Really? It's not enough just to sexually abuse her. You need to record it as... I was... Becky, this movie made me so <laughs> mad at this point. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mary tries to fight back, which makes it even sadder. Yeah. She um, says no, but obviously She says drunk. no, and she's trying to push him off and, like, slap him and stuff like that. But whatever drug he's given her has basically made her go sort of limp. And, yeah, he sexually abuses her, including choking her. He's, like, choking the, the shit out of her to the point where she almost passes out until he lets go. And then, yeah, he undoes his pants and, and Dr. Grant rapes Mary. Hated it. Hated it with a passion. <laughs> I just thought, my note here just says, so uncomfortable. <laughs> and then immediately I was just like, if she turns out to be a psycho killer and kills this guy, I'm okay with it. I know, I know. I watched it then, fine. and I was like, she better fucking just stab him. Just stab him. With the scalpel. Yeah. And make sure it hurts. But. <laughs> we cut to Mary as she wakes up. Dr. Grant is asleep next to her. Hate that, too. If you're gonna. No, not if you're gonna. You never should. But at least, like, there's no breathing room for her at all. Because she wakes up, and her attacker is still there. It's like he has absolutely no fear. No, he doesn't give two shirts. He's sleeping yeah. there comfortable as fuck. Yeah, he's there having his little nap. She sort of very quietly and cautiously scoots to the end of the bed and you could just see the tears starting to roll down her face. And I was just like, please kill him now. Do it. Please, let this be the start of your killing spree. <laughs> and then go get Dr. Walsh and Dr. Black. <laughs> get them all. <laughs> Mary heads home. She saunters up to the stacks of medical books on her coffee table, and she throws them all down and flips the table. We then hard cut to to Billy as she asks if he wants to make five grand. 
So she's basically sacrificing the money she made from his initial surgery. Yeah. She's not throwing it away. She's using it for revenge rather than to, like, pay her bills or whatever like that. But it does make sense because we learned that she's quit medical school as well. Yeah. So it does make sense. Mary does her makeup as there's a knock on the door. She steps out almost naked, except for a, a black butcher's or surgical apron. I think yeah, it's a surgical Yeah, but she's apron. got, like, bra and knickers on. And then oh, over yeah. that... Does she? Got, yeah, so it's black. So it's a black bra, oh, black okay. knickers, and then just the black... The black sexy. apron. It's very sexy. And she does most of her surgeries like this. Basically nude. Well, less things to clean up. That's a good point. You don't want blood I on mean, it's hard to get blood out of clothes sometimes. <laughs> this uh, is true. It's, it's hard enough to get, like, curry sauce out of clothes. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it's easy to get it off skin, but hard to get out of clothes. So she's pretty smart. Yeah, especially wearing way. black as well. That drives me nuts when I see, like, um, you know, medical stuff in hospitals and it's all white. And I'm like, Why? Why is it white? People are just going to throw up and bleed on everything. Well, they got to bleach it anyway. Oh, is that why? Because uh, then if you put colour, then... That's it'll... why the blankets of the hospital and stuff are white. Because they'll just... They just bleach it, the yeah, shit out they've of got it. To, they've got to bleach all their body fluids and Okay, shit. that makes sense. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fine. It's allowed to be white. It helps, cl- <laughs> they, it helps clean it somehow. Um, yeah, she gives Billy the, the, the 5K... And he says, you know, call us back when you're all done and, and we'll come and we'll come and collect it. And she says, she won't be done until tomorrow night. And don't worry, she'll deal with it. Yeah. Mary's, yeah, Mary says she won't be done until tomorrow night. Billy and Lance, who's the bouncer. I love Lance. He's nice. In this movie. He's, he's a sweetie. Such a sweetie. He's I such a caring. A friend. Yeah. And if you're his, out there, I'll be, I'll be your friend. <laughs> he's this massive, burly rock of a man yeah with this long shoulder length hair it's awesome i love lance um mary says she won't be done until tomorrow night billy and lance leave and mary puts on classical music just like we heard in the opening it's sort of what she uses to do surgery right because surgeons always put music on to like it's like when you're at the dentist yeah chuck on some music chuck on some music and we hear a man whimpering as she does this on the table is Dr. Grant. And I was like, yeah, you fucking get him. <laughs> so, yeah, he's duct taped to this table. He's and then he's got, like, table. A, I want to say a torture device just opening his mouth. I, I assume it's a surgical device. Yeah. But normally you'd be unconscious when, you, when you're using it. But, it, yeah, it's it's like, you know that game that's come out recently? Like, the little board game for kids. Yes. The, like, was it Pie Slapper or something? Or, no, it's like something. Oh, you have to try and say some say things while your mouth is yeah, like stretched open. Yeah, it's really open. disgusting. Yeah, I it looks fucking. It. The box gives me like nightmares. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the little plastic thing that opens your mouth up. Yeah, but this have, is metal and it's gone. You know, each yeah. side of his mouth opening it wide, and he can't say anything because obviously he can't use his lips or his cheeks can't close or anything like that. Yeah, she she very calmly sits next to him and says, "You know." Today I quit med school, but you already knew that, didn't you? <laughs> Mary assumes she was invited to the party because Grant thought she was a prostitute, basically. Because it's perfectly all right to rape prostitutes, apparently. Yeah, no. No, my dude. No. <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> I hate this character so much. No, but, I mean, the th- thoughts behind that, like, if he raped a prostitute... 
she's a prostitute. She has sex. Like, it's his word against hers. She's just trying to get more money out of him. Right. She's known to be a prostitute. That's where some people would think, you know. Oh, it's so disgusting. Yeah. And the fact that he's like, it's not like he even confirmed or anything like that. He's like, hey, you've got more money than usual. I'm just going to invite you to a sex party so I can film things. Oh, I, mm, mm. He's had the power and yeah. he abused it. He had the power and no morals. So she injects him with something in both sides of his jaw, some sort of numbing agent. She tells him that she's not a prostitute. And Mary tells him that um, she's changing specialities. She's going to become a body modifier. She teases his face with a scalpel and... Um, she uses his lesson about mistakes against him as well, mm-hmm. which I really like that as well. You know, there's no such thing as mistakes. It's only learning or something like that. And she's just like, so today we're going to do some learning. She's going to use Grant as a guinea pig to test her body modification skills. Some of the things she mentions, she's going to try tongue splitting, implants, 3D implants, teeth filing, genital modifications and voluntary amputation and i was like oh boy (laughs) i believe there were 14 in total 14 surgeries that she wanted to get done not 14 hours oh was it was 14 hours how many surgeries did she want to get done i can't remember she's but i do remember she says she said yeah she said um they've got about 14 hours worth of work ahead of her oh yeah so she wants to get started (laughs) still gross yeah oh he does deserve it, but I don't... Oh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, she starts splitting his tongue with the scalpel, and that's when we when we cut. We then cut to the apartment as a woman shows Mary how well her tongue splitting is going. It's some sort of punk chick, and she, like, pokes out her tongue for Mary to look at and wiggles both halves, which I always thought looked really freaky. <laughs> but I think that's the point, right? Yeah. It's like a snake tongue. Yeah. But she's like, oh, yeah, no, it's well do you like it and the woman's like yeah i fucking love it and i'm like good for you lady so mary is very into this now she's very comfortable with it um a guy in the waiting room checks pictures of what what we can assume was like a body modifications done to grant she's got like a a book yeah yeah it's um i think it's just a book of what she can do and stuff and yeah but it's portfolio a portfolio that's the word it's a portfolio and we 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 do learn later that it's pictures of grant and the things she's done to him so it'll be like the tongue splitting the implants the amputations and things like that and the guy the the, the guy in the waiting room is even like oh this guy was hardcore and she's like yeah yeah he was <laughs> um yes she says the client was very hardcore and she she offers a mod menu as well she's like here's some of the things we offer they say that they want a little bit of scarring and maybe a, a couple of piercings. And she tells him to get the fuck out. She's like, does this look like a piercing shop to you? Lance! <laughs> and Lance, this fucking burly-ass guy, black bags the, the client and drags him off. Yeah. Because, you know, this is no... It's like underground stuff that she does. Although I'm pretty sure, like, you can get tongue-splitting surgically done and stuff like that. It's not illegal. No, it's not. No, but she, because she delves deeper into like, you know. Oh, okay. So like she'll do the the legal stuff and also the illegal yeah, stuff. Yeah, but she's yeah. not just going to go and pierce your ear. Yeah, but you she's not. You can go to the fucking chemist for that. Yeah, you can go to the chemist <laughs> for a piercing if you want a piercing. Yeah. I don't know where you get scarring done though. Um, tattooists? Do tattooists do scarring? I think some do. 
They're specialists. So, like, it kind of goes in tears. So, like, you've got the ear piercings. Mm. Like, you can't exactly just go out and get, like, some cartilage pierced. You've got to go to a specialist for cartilage. But any of the soft bits right. you can do. Even the cartilage in your ear? like Yeah, you've got to be one. careful doing the cartilage. I'm pretty sure they have to use a needle. Right. Because I was thinking of getting um, an industrial sometime soon. Yeah, it's best to go to a proper surgeon, like a proper like, ear piercer for that, not yeah. just go to the chemist. Yeah. Same with your nose. Well, I got I got my yeah my other cartilage one on my other ear. Um, I got done at a piercing shop that was in yeah. like Westgate or something like that. And yeah, they, they used a needle. It wouldn't stop bleeding for some reason. Sean, my partner's stopped bleeding like in two minutes. Yeah, you've got to be careful because you've got the veins going through there. It's like with the tongue, so you can't just go to like anywhere to get your tongue done or tongue pierced. Obviously, you've got oh, a whole bunch yeah. of stuff going through your tongue. Yeah, it, they've got to get it right. Same yeah. with splitting; they've got to do it. Perfect. Surgically. Yeah. Yeah. That and makes it's a sense. surgical operation. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You definitely wouldn't go to your local chemist and be like, yeah, I'd like to cut my tongue in half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you just, uh, you got a razor? Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no. Yeah. It's one of the things that freaks me out. For some reason, I have to think about, you know, the, the piercing that goes in the middle of your nose. That one, for some reason, makes, makes me like cringe a little. Like it makes my nose itch. Yeah. Because I'm just like, like oh. Oh, no. Oh, that's a soft spot for me. Anyway, yeah. So that guy gets thrown out. Uh, and Mary meets with a detective who's searching into the dip- disappearance of Dr. Grant. So we learn that Dr. Grant never turned up again. Yeah. And I just assumed, I was like, oh, yeah. She did all her surgeries, took all her pictures, slit his throat and got Lance to get rid of the body or something like that, probably. Mary says she didn't really know him. Um, detective knows about the doctor's deviant sexual behavior. So in, in the detective's sort of research to try and find him, he's learned about the dodgy-ass fucking shit. That happened, yeah. That, that yeah. Dr. Grant was into. Yeah, he says they found some tapes of some women because he got he got Mary's name from Dr. Walsh. Yeah, Dr. Walsh gave him a, gave a list and Mary's name was on it. That's right. And all the women on Dr. Walsh's lists have videos of Dr. Grant abusing them. But Mary asks if, if they have a video of her and they say no. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. What, what happened to that? So yeah, Walsh gave the detective a whole lot of names who, of people who might have a grudge. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's putting it lightly. Um, Mary feigns ignorance at this. Uh, He gives her his number. Um, Lance Lance then approaches and they head to the bar. Billy watches strippers, drunk and cheering the dancers on. A waitress drops him off some shrimp for some reason. (laughs) That's right. Oh, that's that's because the last scene ended when, when Mary and Lance were talking. And then he was like, do you want to go get some shrimp? And then we cut to the bar where, where Billy's given a, a plate of shrimp or whatever yeah. like that. He's distracted by a new dancer. And I was like, is that Beatrice? Is that Beatrice dancing? Billy watches as the dancer appears to be Mary. He's fantasizing. He's having a, a, a naughty sort of fantasy dream about sexy Mary in her getup that he saw her in, in when she first turned sexy up. sexy lingerie. Yeah, in her lingerie and her corset. Ooh! And um, she seems to be seducing him, and Billy is totally into it. Also, tipping beer onto yourself, I, I just you'd just be really sticky. Well, you got to do a lot of things. Men pay, females pay. Yeah, but then you got to go. Sh- you got to go have another shower. But I'm sure they have showers at the strip clubs. 
Yeah, to wash all that beer out. Yeah, but then it turned to blood. Oh, and it would also stink. Tipping beer on yourself? Ugh. Ugh. No. But yeah, no, it does turn to blood. Uh, yeah, as she pours it, it turns to blood and she sort of smears it all over herself. He's in, he's interrupted from his fantasy by actual Mary, who's just like, hey, Billy. How's the shrimp? How's the shrimp? Um, she's here as her last appointment was cancelled for being too vanilla. She's here because Beatrice won't stop asking to hang out, apparently. So it is Beatrice dancing on yeah. the stage. Um, she asks if Billy has any new jobs, but he doesn't. Mary tells Billy about the detective looking for Dr. Grant. Um, so we get the idea that she's doing, like, revenge jobs or something for Billy, I think. You know, when he needs somebody punished or whatever like that, she steps in and deals with it. She also mentions Dr. Walsh as well. Billy asks if, if she needs... Uh, needs it taken care of. But Mary says she can handle it on her own and she leaves to go find Beatrice. Beatrice and Mary go for a walk and have a coffee. Beatrice is leading her somewhere to show her something. While Mary learns that the underworld is afraid of her as well. Yeah. Because Beatrice kind of mentions, you know, you know, people, people, are, people are scared of you. So you're like, oh, what has she done to make people frightened of her then? How long has she been doing this now? Like, how how's our timeline going? How long do you reckon it's been? Not this, that long, like a few months. A few months, you reckon? Because they clearly opened an investigation onto where Doctor Grant went as well. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really give you a timeline. I was interested about it though. Beatrice says Ruby has another present for Mary. We learn Ruby has a husband as well. Lots of boyfriends, but just the husband. Yeah, lots of boyfriends and one hubby. Beatrice tells Mary about um, Body Abstract, or Abstract Me or something, who wants her to work for them. Yeah. Mary thanks Beatrice and wishes her luck. We see a pair of tin, tw- tins, a pair of twins arrive at the bar now. Uh, they have the corset job that we were talking about in the opening. Very cool. A whole lot of, um, it's got to be ten piercings either side at least. With ribbons sort of woven between them and stuff like that yeah. to make it look like a corset, but it's it's your skin. One of them gives the the punk dancer on st- uh, the punk stripper on stage some money, and they make out a bit until the twin bites her, and then just like licks up the blood. And I was yeah. like, okay, consent is a thing. <laughs> you can be into whatever you're into, but have consent <laughs> because that poor dancer. <laughs> Mary meets with the twins in Billy's office. Yeah. Um, they all have candy apple martinis. Yum. That sounds really nice, actually. It kind of does, but... I mean, neither neither of us... Sour? It's candied apples, so I assume it's a, a little... Sour candy apple. I don't know. I don't know. You and I can't drink, so we'll never no. know. Twins are... The twins are German, and they call her a celebrity. They say that she's called Bloody Mary. Yeah. Which brings me on to my issue with this movie. Why is this movie called American Mary? I don't know. She's in America. So? It's not like a defining feature of her. If she was like an international body modifier and she'd fly to different countries to operate on people. Sure. She'd be a world Mary. No, but she's (laughs) from America. So she's American. Why didn't they call her like Bloody Mary? Because then you would know that she's gonna spill blood. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't, surgery Mary. I don't know. It just, I just, it never gets brought up. She never gets called American Mary in this movie. Is it playing off, you know, American Psycho? Um, because it could know. do. 
Because you can do um, American Psycho. But then also Bloody Mary is a thing. Yeah. Like Stan and the Mirror say Bloody Mary three yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. That's probably why they did yeah, I think there's other movies out there called Bloody Mary. Yeah, I mean, as well as the urban legends. So that's probably why they didn't call it Bloody Mary. Yeah. I was just wondering why they called it American Mary. How many times have we said Bloody Mary? Drink. <laughs> I know, enough to get killed by her. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. So, so Mary's kind of famous now. They talk about her work. The sisters want to feel closer to each other, and they give each other, the twins give each other lustful eyes. Yeah, there's a sexual tension between those twins. Yeah, they've got a sexual attraction to each other, as well as probably other people. Well, I mean, if you think yourself sexy and you have a twin that looks just like you, you're going to be like, damn. Damn, I'm hot. (laughs) (laughs) I want to get in there. Um, They want, uh, this I found fucking fascinating and I can understand why this is illegal too they want their left arms exchanged with each other so they want yeah I just thought that was really weird but it's so that they have a piece of each other with them there are twins in real life I don't know their names um, who do things like this they'll eat the exact same like amount of M&M's and it has to weigh the same and they have the same boyfriend and interesting yeah like it's you see them, a lot of people are worried about their mental Yeah, I was going to say, health. at what point does it become, like, yeah. a psychosis? But in real life, there is twins like this. I don't think they'd swapped hands, but one of them had a bad toothache, mm. and so the other they she had to get a tooth removed, and she wouldn't do it without the other twin. So this reminded me of them. Yes. Friend. Yeah, I've watched documentaries about twins and stuff like that. Mainly, the, the one I watched was twins where one of them wanted to do everything together and the other one didn't. Yeah. And it created this really sort of very sad situation where, like, one of them wanted to have a life and the other one only wanted her sister. But then I think it depends, like, what's going on in the brain of a twin. Mm. So, yeah, unless you're a twin yourself. Yeah, well, you and I will never understand what that kind of connection yeah. is. So that's the connection they have as well. They want to, if one of them dies, they still want to be close to the other. Yeah. And that's what swapping an arm's going to do. Yeah, because they're like, oh, this is my sister's arm. She'll live on with me. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, they hand Mary a picture of what else they want done. They're like, it's a bit hard to describe, but we've drawn you a picture. And they just slide it over. We don't see what it looks like, but they... Mary just looks up and says, how about Friday? Mary then meets with Billy. Billy looks at the picture and um, the twins gave... Yeah, Billy looks at the picture that the twins gave Mary. She thanks him for letting her use his bar for, like, meeting people and stuff like that. Mary says she needs another doctor to perform this surgery. Billy says he knows someone and can hook her up. We then cut to the surgery. Uh, Mary all in red. All her scrubs and everything like like that. that. Bright red. Love it. So good. It's very... It it pops. Well, that comes after Bloody Mary. And red is kind of a representation of blood sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. like, I was like, nice. Like, Bloody Mary. She's She's fully putting into it. Yeah. I love it. And she... Again, she looks stunning no matter what she's wearing. But we meet the other surgeon as well. Who looks like a fucking psycho. (laughs) I was like, that guy's going to kill some people and he's happy about it. Yeah, he's having a jolly time. He just seems like this jolly guy who's just like, twins. (laughs) Because he's he's German as well. And he, he, like, talks some German. And at Mary, and she's like, I'm, I, I don't understand. And he's just like, twins. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After the twins will be connected to each other more than they ever have. 
So we, we do get to see, we got, yeah, we get to see some of the surgery. We see the arms being sawn off and like passed between the doctors before being sewn onto the other twin, as well as some face implants and ear shaping as well. Yeah. So we get the, I think it's called Elvin. On the the Elving is, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, it's sliced and then folded yeah. to become like, I mean, they already had their teeth sharpened. Yes, I noticed that when she, when they were doing the surgery, like, while they were doing the ear, you could see into one of the twins' mouths. And they yeah, were, like, so they sharp. carved them so that each individual tooth kind of looks like an M. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Uh, very sharp as well, sharp points. Which yeah. probably explains why they made the poor stripper bleed so much. Um, yeah, some ear shaping face implants. We finally see the image that the twins had given Mary, and it's of a demon or a succubus or something like that. It's a very slim, but very slim, like classical over with a tail, and then it's got the what is it? The back, the middle of the back's kind of poking through the skin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the um, two small nubs for horns, not horn horns. Yeah, like small, little nubby horns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it looks like bone is trying to protrude through skin, that kind of thing. And that's basically what the implants Mary was putting in their foreheads were. We finally see, yeah, we, we see the image of the demon on the succubus. It looks very cool. Uh, Billy throws a man down some basement stairs in the club, yeah. is what we see next. And I was like, Dr. Walsh, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this movie has no secrets from me. <laughs> because, yes, I don't think we ever see his face, but uh... it's... I think no, like, no, we don't see his face, but, you know, you kind of understand. Got, he's got, like, a plastic bag over his yeah, head. Yeah, I mean, later on you find out who it is because the detective comes looking again. Yeah, it's it's Dr. Walsh. Yeah. It's Dr. Walsh. They're, they're, this movie's trying to be like, ooh, who is it? And we're like, it's Dr. Walsh. <laughs> who else would it be? Um, Mary arrives at a warehouse. Hanging in the room is what's left of Dr. Grant. And I was like, oh, he's not dead. No. Oh, okay. This is where I think we start to poke into the area of um, maybe gone too far. I completely understand getting the revenge and stuff like that. I'm not saying you did it the right way, but prolonged torture, maybe too much. Well, she's not just doing it for herself. This is true. (laughs) If she just killed him, I would have been like, cool, sweet. But this this, uh, drifts more for me into the morally gray. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know about you. I was like, you know, okay, sure. He's hanging in the room by hooks that are through the skin of his shoulder blades. Yeah. Um, all his limbs have been amputated. His mouth has been sh- sewn shut. And clearly he's had that other work as well. He's probably got the split tongue, although we can't see it because his mouth is sewn shut. He's got implants. He's probably got some genital modifications, as she said. <laughs> although, thank God he's wearing underwear because I don't don't want to see what she's done for that. (laughs) Mary greets him. Uh, His mouth is sewn shut. She starts taking photos for her new website. I love how sour she is about this as well. She's like, I'm just taking photos for my new website because every motherfucker needs a website nowadays. (laughs) She checks the wounds for infections uh, and scarring and healing and stuff like that. She's like, oh, I could have done a better job with that one, but that's okay. This one's healing nicely, though. Uh, Mary says that her work has improved since she worked on him. Yeah. Uh, we see a word carved into his forehead as well. It just says liar. Uh, she looks him over and suggests what else she may want to practice on him. I can't remember what she says. There was one that was infected that she was going to try on the other side. I remember that. But... That's right. But w- I wasn't really sure what it was. Um, I can't remember. It might have been like nipple modification or something like that. 
possibly. Because she points at one side and she's like, yeah, no, I could have done this better. Maybe I'll do that on this side to see how it turns out. But as she stands up and turns around, she's smacked to the ground by a cop. There's a policeman who's... I don't know if it's a cop or a security guard. Oh, that's a good point. Because I think it's a security guard, because I don't think a cop would just be out there. So it's probably a security guard just checking all the... But it could have been that the detective was having her follow because he thought she was suspicious. It's Anyway, he's wearing a blue uniform. He's some sort of cop or security guard. He might be warehouse security. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, the cop is like, oh, my fucking... When he sees Grant, he's just like, um, okay, dude, don't panic. I'm going to get you down. I'm going to call the cop. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, uses a chain to lower Grant to the floor before the cop is then uh, stabbed in the back of the leg with a scalpel. Oh! Ugh! No! Uh, before being beaten to death by Mary. Yeah. And she- with a With the baton. Um, what is that called? Baton? Baton. Uh, baton. Baton. Yeah. Baton. Baton. <laughs> it's French. Uh, yeah. Being, yeah. Yeah, she beats him to death with his own baton, doesn't she? Yeah, she just goes full out whack. Yeah, and yeah, she goes full on wacko. <laughs> like, Jesus. She's beating him to a pulp. Like, by the time she's finished, she's completely coated in blood. Yeah. And she saunters over to where Grant's crawled himself. Sort of crawl. It's hard to crawl with no arms. Shouldered himself. He somehow wiggled away. He, <laughs> he, he wiggled away. And, yeah, she walks up to him and tases him unconscious. We cut to Billy beating the man he threw down the stairs. Uh, who has a plastic bag on his head so we can't see who it is. His phone rings. Uh, he asks Lance to call Mary back because he's missed her call. We then cut to Ruby in her apartment as her husband comes home. And he gives her a necklace, a beautiful necklace. And she turns around to reveal her new body. Yeah. Her doll body. And he rears back in shock. And that's all we see of that. Mary arrives at the club and... Oh, uh, oh this is so sweet. That's right. She arrives at the club, clearly shaken because she's been found out. And she's also had to kill someone... Kill someone who was innocent. Yeah. She's actually killed someone. Grant, she didn't kill. She's just torturing and mutilating him. But she's actually had to kill someone. And Lance just drapes a coat over her. It's so... It's such a small thing. It's such it's a nice so thing, yeah. sweet. And he's gotten her some food. He's like, I don't know what you wanted, so I got yeah. a few things. He's like, I got some stuff. I wasn't sure what you were really hungry for. And it's so sweet because he's, he's trying not to show that he likes her. In, well, like, yeah, a caring he's, he's way. He's got to keep a, you know, he's got to keep a... You know, I'm gruff, big, yeah. girly dude. But really, he's just like, yeah. I bought you some food. And then she's like, I just... She pretty much just sits there going, like, I don't... Like, what have I done? Like, what am I doing? Yeah, what have I? What am I doing? Yeah, and life? he's like, don't... He pretty much tells a story of, you know, when he was younger, his... Was it his nana? It, it, was, it was his grandma. His grandma. Someone went into his grandma's house... And obviously his grandma's like, what's going on? Went downstairs. Yeah, she like, she took a, she took a, an umbrella. Yeah. She took an umbrella to check in, like, who to was breaking into her down. basement yeah. or something like that. And, um, it turned, like, the intruder grabbed the umbrella and actually bit the grandma, like, pretty much to, you know. To death. Yeah, to, almost to death. Yeah. Um, kicked away her phone so she couldn't call and grandma, ended up in hospital pretty much. Yeah. But he turns around and he's like, you know, if I knew you back then, what you could have done to that little, you know. That piece of shit. That yeah. piece of shit that, like, did that to my grandma. Don't you ever 
put yourself down or doubt yourself, mm. you know, yeah. for what you were doing, Mary. It's so sweet. Yeah. It's really sweet for something that's quite horrific. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, if I if I knew you back then, all the things I would get you to do to that kid. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's... And he, yeah, and he's like, he gives her a pep talk. He's like, don't ever question yourself, Mary. Don't ever, like, think you're doing something wrong because these people deserve it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And it's such a sweet thing. It's, yeah. Oh, and it, it does, it perks her up. It perks her up because she, she looks over and she's like, are those milkshakes? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got vanilla and chocolate. And he hands her the chocolate one. He's like, I didn't think you were really much of a vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I love this. Yeah. This little scene is probably like, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. It's the sweetest. It's so sweet and tells you so much with so little. Yeah. And she, yeah, she thanks him. At home, Mary greets the twins. She basically walks in. She's like, hey, girls, how you doing? Uh, we then cut to them leaving. We see them in the and like the back window getting into a car. While Mary packs up her apartment. Yes. I don't know where she's going. She ends up in, like, what looks like a... Oh, Mary packs up her apartment. We then switch to a new studio apartment that looks like it's made from, like, an old... What do you call it? Like, um... Firehouse or something like that. Yeah. Like... It looks pretty cool. It's got massive heavy doors and stuff like that. Uh, as she photographs her work with various clients and gives a rundown of her website ethics, basically. Like, you know, we want you to feel like you do on the inside, etc., etc. Uh, we see various, um... Uh, various clients with the work they've had done. We see a woman who's had her nipples reshaped into hearts, or what do you call the areola? Is that what yeah. Having, yeah, the areola changed into a heart shape. We see snake tongues, we see devil horns and stuff like that. One of her clients has an infection because he's been masturbating <laughs> after having some genital modifications done, and she's just like, uh, and he's just like, what? When you said no sex, I thought I could masturbate. And she's just like, um, no, uh, <laughs> I thought you would know that, you know, tugging at the surgical stitching would um, cause some issues. Mary's cell phone then rings. It's the detective who wants to come and talk to her. She throws her client out. She's just like, take these pills. And he's like, is this going to... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 get out. Get out, get out, get out. (laughs) Yeah. She hides the operating room. Her cell phone rings again as she lets the detective in. Mary asks if Grant has been found. The detective says no, and now Dr. Walsh is also missing. She slips something into his water as she's pouring him a glass of water as well. I assume this is so she can, like, kill him (laughs) if she needs to. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Detective mentions that Walsh and Grant uh, ran a sex ring, basically, which is lovely. Fantastic. Mm. I love that. Uh, Mary pretends she doesn't know anything about it and he calls her out. He's like, no, no, I think you do. Uh, and we cut to, as they're having this conversation, we cut to Billy back at the bar as he's watching, uh, Grant's tape on her. So it's, it's Mary being choked and attacked by Grant. The detective says that all the girls Walsh mentioned are, are in... Yeah, are in these tapes, except Mary. And the detective appeals to her. And I think it's this show of kindness that he actually cares is why she takes that glass of water away from him and gives him a new one without that's not drugged. Mm. She tells him if anything changes, she'll call him. He wants to help her. And he, and she basically throws him out. She's like, no, 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 I'll, I'll be fine. If anything comes up, I'll call you. Now get out. Mary calls her nana back. 
which was the, the phone call that happened while they were having this conversation. And we cut to Mary deleting Nana from her contacts, which is very sad. Yeah. So Nana passed away. Um, she arrives at the club. And I think this is when Mary becomes very, like, rigid and very sort of stoic. She just stops feeling, I think. Yeah. Because she arrives at the club. She goes to Billy, who's currently being blown by a new stripper. Uh, she asks to talk with him. Uh, she says Walsh is missing and asks if Billy knows anything. He says he had something to do it do with it. She asks if he's seen her tape. And he's like, no, 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 no. I don't know anything about that. What tape? He says he doesn't know anything about it. They look over and see that the bartender is pocketing some cash from the register. And Mary volunteers to scare him in, in quotes. And I'm just like, oh. Well, that's not good. Well, I mean, her nana just died too, so she's probably out there just wanting to stab some people, get the anger out, you know yeah. how it is. Yeah, get the anger out. <laughs> Billy says, uh, no, no, he can handle it. And Mary watches him intensely and then leaves. Because she's basically trying to suss whether or not, because Billy's like avoiding eye contact. And she's just like, I, she's, I think she's trying to judge whether or not he's seen her tape. And just by the fact that he won't look at her is like admission. Yeah. She enters the bathroom. The dancers in there all scatter the minute they see Mary, except for the new girl who was giving Billy a blowjob. Yeah, she's brushing her teeth. She's brushing her teeth vigorously. (laughs) She's like, gotta get that dick taste out. Um, From her jacket, Mary pulls a surgical saw. And I think this is when the woman backs into, like, one of the stalls and, like, locks herself in. The girl hides in the bathroom stall as Mary puts on her apron and gloves, and then slowly lays out all the equipment that she's going to need. But she specifically, like, bangs it on the counter. Yeah. So that the woman in the stall has to, like, hear and see it. She pulls open the door and grabs the stripper by her hair. But then she stops. She, like, throws her onto the counter and is about to, like, cut into her. But then she stops when she sees the camera. Why do you think she stopped? Because it'll only be Billy watching. Or do you reckon it was just a scare tactic? She actually didn't. I think, like, it stopped and then she realized, like, I mean, her nana just died. She's got a lot of emotions going through and she just, her way to let anger out after, you know, what she did to her professor, mm. you know, to the doctor, yeah. was to, you know, seek revenge in a, you know, cut now, talk later type. Cut now, talk later. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so, you know, she kind of had a thing for Billy. Mm. And she's just seen him getting a blowjob from another chick. So she's like kind of taking the frustration of her nana dying and all the shit that's going on out on this, this poor stripper. Girl. Yeah. Who, you know. Probably didn't want to give Billy, Billy a blowjob to begin with. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, outside Mary tells the girl that it wasn't personal, just the the wrong dick in her mouth and then leaves. It's nice that she didn't like just come out and stab her. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> ebbs and flows, you know, you've got to take the positive with the negative. She almost cut you into little pieces, but then decided not to. <laughs> Billy watches the video of when Mary massaged him the first time she ever, like, turned up asking for a job. Uh, Mary approaches from behind and they make out. Again, this is another fantasy. So Billy's fantasizing about Mary giving him a massage and then they make out together. And she runs a scalpel along his face before stabbing him in the stomach. 
He throws her off. She walks back to him, smiling. Um, we cut to Billy sat alone. It was all a dream. So even his, like, sexual fantasies of Mary are now involving... He's starting to see, like, the violence in her, I think. Yeah. And how, like, dangerous she actually is. Downstairs, Mary approaches him at the bar. They share a drink. She asks if Billy thinks she's crazy. And he's like, no! No, definitely not. <laughs> Stab happy Mary. That's, Actually, that's what after this think. happened, I turned to my husband and I was like, do you think I'm crazy? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Is that why you're not going to leave me? He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Mary takes a second of self-reflection as she realizes that Billy is scared of her. He's actually terrified of her. He says no, she's she's he's not afraid of her and he doesn't think she's crazy, but I think he thinks both of those. Uh we learned that Beatrice quit the job at the club, apparently, but not in the traditional way, she just stopped showing up. Stop showing up, stop accepting calls. Yeah, she's she's not answering any phone calls and she hasn't turned up. So Billy's just like, Oh, okay, she's quit. Billy invites her to come to LA with him. It's like, we can take a trip together, you know, get out of the city. She says she'll think about it, and she leaves. As she walks home, her phone rings, and she just hangs it up. Uh, In her apartment, it rings again, and it's Beatrice. She's crying. She says someone's coming for her, as in coming for Mary. We get a quick shot of Beatrice as well. She's basically been beaten to death. Yeah. She's on the floor, twisted, beaten. Twisted, beaten, and she's basically just managed to grab hold of the phone and called Mary, you know, to warn her. She says that she's so sorry, but she told she told whoever it was where to find Mary. That was um, the other one's husband. Yeah. Yeah, Ruby's husband. Yeah, Ruby's husband. As she says this, Mary is stabbed from behind. She bites the attacker. She fucking golems him. Like, she... <laughs> She jumps on him and bites at his Yeah, she fully bites back. Yeah, which is great, you know, but she does bite his neck out. It's Ruby's husband who is the attacker. Mary drags herself to the operating room, trailing blood as she does so. Classical music starts to kick in from behind. Again, this is always, like, associated with her surgeries and stuff like that, so it's very fitting. Yeah. It's really well done, I think. She tips over a tray of equipment and grabs some tools as she starts to sew the stab wound shut. I was like, this is fucking metal. <laughs> yeah, so she saves her, she sews herself up. Yeah. Stomach, yeah. Or is at least trying to. I don't know if she succeeds. She starts to anyway. And the look on her face is like, you can tell she's in pain, but she's just gritting it. She's had a hard life. Uh, yeah, she's had a hard couple of weeks. I think like her life, like, you reckon so? Yeah, just the way she carries herself, I'm pretty sure. She's had a tough life. That's been tough. I mean, with her nana as well, the only person that we see her talk to. In, like, an affectionate way yeah. as well. The only person she's... In a family way, then, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we now... Uh, yeah, she starts sewing her wound shut. We see the police arrive at the apartment. The detective uh, enters. We see Ruby's husband dead on the floor, so clearly, she, like, Mary had bitten his throat out. And he just bled to death on the floor there. Um, they find books, and in the books are pictures of, you know, all the work that was done to Grant. Mm. Um, and as well as other surgeries as well. 
beautiful. All of this is happening with the backdrop of classical music behind it as well. It gives that whole surgical feel to everything because we associate it with what Mary does. Oh, yeah. Uh, Detective walks into the operating room where Mary lay on the floor, having bled to death. This is why I don't think she succeeded in sewing herself shut. Final shot of Mary's body, bloody on the floor as the camera pulls up. And that's while the classical music plays. And that's the end of our movie. That's the end of American Mary 2012. Yep. So give me your rundown for this movie, Becky. What did you think of it as far as like the script, the characters... The dialogue, how it was, you know, portrayed to you. What did you think? I thought it was good. I liked it. It's like one of my favorite ones. And yeah, like, uh, I especially love Catherine, who plays Mary. Oh, yeah. That actress. Mm. Um, she's in a lot of ones. I mean, there's a few that we'll definitely do again. Yeah. More yeah, of her movies she... will definitely come up. <laughs> you, yeah, you said she's done quite a few. Yeah, no, I like her movies. She's very big on the horror movies. Which is, and amazing yeah. actress. Very, very good actress. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed this. Is, this was my first time watching it. I really enjoyed this movie. It was really interesting to see how they mixed the, like, the gore of a horror movie with the the sort of realistic the the reality of like surgery and stuff like that it was a really good mix to have that sort of combined together to make a horror movie i really liked the characters even the ones that were awful human beings (laughs) were very well portrayed and frightening and i still don't know how to feel about mary like she's both the victim and the villain of this movie she's both and it's really Absolutely. interesting to see that sort of thing. And again, having that conversation about like, where do you draw the line as far as like body modif- modification and like, you know, should it be legal? Shouldn't it be legal? But, you know, if it's damaging your health, then it shouldn't be legal. But there's this whole underground that will do it for you. It's really, really interesting. It's such an interesting topic to, to handle and to try and it makes look you think. Into. Yeah, the movie definitely makes you think about a lot of different things and just... Mm. There's a couple of things I wanted some closure on that I didn't get closure on. I wanted to know what happened to Dr. Grant and Dr. Walsh in the end. Like, even just, like, a shot of the cops turning up at the warehouse and finding Dr. Grant with his throat slit hanging on that thing or something like that. Just some sort of conclusion for those threads that have sort of, by the end of it, get a bit abandoned. I just wanted a little bit of closure on I that sort of stuff. I feel like they did. Oh, probably. Yeah. Probably, for sure. Um, I wanted more Lance because he's a he's Lance a giant fucking teddy awesome. bear. <laughs> yeah. He's a boulder and a teddy bear at the same time. So uh, for your personal rating, one being awful, ten being amazing, where would the, where would you score this for uh, yourself? Totally a ten. A ten? Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I thought this was a good eight out of ten for me. It would have been higher if I just had a little conclusion on those those last couple of bits. Because it, it didn't feel like, you know, sometimes when movies don't tell you something, you can just be like, oh, okay, I get to interpret that. But this felt like it needed a little, yeah, a, a shot or just a like, you know, even like a newspaper clipping where it said, you know, body of famous surgeon found in warehouse, you know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we like to give credit where credit's due here. So there's a particular actor, actress or character you'd like to give props to. Yeah, just Isabel. Mary. Isabel. Mary. Is her name? Is it that Catherine? Catherine Isabel. Catherine Sorry, Isabel. I was thinking of her. She's yeah. fantastic in this movie. Being able to do both the stoic, numb feeling as well as doing the like, 
the the crying and everything. She's really good. She's really, really good in this movie. And I'm curious to see what else she's been in. Because like I said, before we started recording, I think I've only seen her in Supernatural, the TV show. Yeah, no, she's been, there's, there's quite a few. You look her up and she's actually a Canadian actress. Oh, lovely. Yeah, so she started her acting career in 1989. Mm, and she was in Ginger Snaps, which is yeah. one, that you, one that you said you wanted Ginger to do. Ginger Snaps, um, the TV series in MacGyver. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, she's in a few. She's 41. She's 41. Yeah, born in 1981, so she's 41 Canadian. Mm, I wanted to give uh, props to Tristan Risk, who played Beatrice. Oh, yes. I thought she was a very fascinating character and i once i once i looked at the imdb i know her from american horror story she's um in like season two and season four i think oh is she yeah she's also in a few horror movies yeah yeah she's uh, i mean the acting all around in this movie uh, there was no character that was like oh could have cast a bit better for that it was fantastic this was a great movie thank you for showing me this movie it was very gory and that that particular party scene made me very mad (laughs) but overall i had a great time so thank you so much for joining me becky i hope you come back for another movie at some point yes when i can work around (laughs) work around kids (laughs) and and work in general yeah (laughs) otherwise um thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you again next week bye-bye now bye thanks again to our guests and thank you for listening Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite.